Okay, here we are. It's our uh, week, semi-weekly uh, recap, outrage, uh, week, week in outrage, basically. Yeah, this our, week in outrage. It's our outrage check. Yeah. So anybody that wants to uh, join in, feel free or send us a chat or send, I should say a, a private message if you want it, if you have any questions or comments or feel free to jump on. I'll try to pay attention. Sometimes I'm not very good at paying attention. I'll, I'll, I'll remind you maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know if that shows up something I can click a button on it. All right. So what do you got this week? I don't have very much news, by the way. I have mostly all like side stories. Oh, I, I, um, well, I, I have things I think that are news. Okay. So, um, you know, Silicon, the bank, the, the bank. Mm -hmm. So here we are again. Um, it kind of happened out of the blue, right? Well, there'd been some talks, but yeah, in terms of totally shutting down, yeah, there was a run and then it shut down. It was like, can't seem to come out of the blue. So, um, on Twitter, because the, you know, the, the <laughs> reliable news source Twitter says that, um, Yellen, Secretary Yellen said that, um, the banks are going to be open tomorrow and that, um, Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank. So Signature Bank was another one. And um, we'll be in saying all depositors at Silicon Valley Bank and, and uh, Signature Bank will be fully protected and able to access their money on Monday. None of the losses will be responsible of the tax of the taxpayers. So, so it's not a bailout. How does that work? Yeah, see, I don't understand that. But yeah, so I saw them say something about, um, well, first, yeah, the FDIC is going to take it over and run it now. And they're in charge of all the deposits now. And they're going to start running the bank, I guess, tomorrow, Monday. All the deposits up to? Well, that's, that's but no, there. I, I saw things, I know, it should be, right. So where's this money? If, right, it should be up to, basically, each account that you have, if it's FDIC insured, FDIC insured, Ship up to two fifty, right? Yeah. So if there's, so what's happening with the rest? Because they're saying everybody's money's okay. So is that going to be true? And have access or not true? To, and then yeah. where's that money coming from? Right. And also, then why'd the bank have to close? You know what I mean? If the bank had the money there, then why do they have to close? So you're sort of like, I, I don't know what triggered the FDIC to shut it down. I'm just not an expert on all this. And I, you know, we should know more. We do have money in the bank, <laughs> not much, but. Enough that maybe we should pay attention. I don't know. But right. it's sort of funny how little we know about all this. It can just happen out of the blue like that. And you don't even know your situation. I mean, they're saying everybody's going to be fine to get their money. But I don't understand how. Where's the money coming from? If they if they don't have it and you're saying, oh, it's not going to be the taxpayers, well, then where are they making up that difference? I mean, somebody's that money's got to come from somewhere. Are they just going to call every single loan? Yeah, I just don't know. And, I mean, I don't understand what's going to happen. you're going to get that money and then... We know how the repayment of loans works. You negotiate the payment off. So, you know, and it's not black and white. I mean, there's people screaming about, oh, rich people, blah. But I bet there's just ordinary people that have money in that bank. It's not all billionaires have money. You know, it's not just all billionaires. In Silicon Valley Bank? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Billionaires They're... don't have the money in Silicon Valley Bank. Right. But I mean, even, but it's not just all rich people or whatever. Oh, I got to do a different battery. Um, it's not just all rich people or whatever. Um, some ordinary people are going to be affected by this. So, I mean, the people that say, well, you know, let it go down, blah, blah, blah. You know, I think that's a, 
you know, that's a sort of sorry state of affairs in some sense, because that's why do we have these insurance plans if, if people can't take advantage of it? So, but I've seen some of that. I, I don't think it's that black and white. I suspect there are plenty of just ordinary people that have money in that bank, mm. just trying to make a house payment or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it is confusing that A, it could just happen out of the blue. Like, yeah, I don't know. The whole thing kind of confusing. So it'll be interesting to see how it develops. I'm definitely interested to see kind of keep an eye on this and watch what plays out. You know, and I, again, sort of what are we supposed to do about this? How are we supposed to know how financially, because a big bank can do the same thing. I mean, they get themselves in s s problems all the time. Yeah, that's true. But what, what did, so what was your main question about it? How can, where's the, okay, where's the money? If everybody's <laughs> getting all their money, which is what right. they're making it sound like. Right. Everybody's getting all your money. Everything's great. Where's that money coming from? If, yeah. the, if the bank doesn't have it, right? Are they saying, no, no, someone has it, and we're just going to get it from them? Yeah, I mean, it, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, exactly. I mean, it looked like there's like a. I'm trying to remember the numbers, but there's like, I don't know. There's like, two hundred and I mean, there's like a difference between the assets they have and the a assets on deposit or something like that of like twenty or thirty billion. Billion. I'm not talking. So we say small bank, this is still, you know, they had 200 oh, yeah, something yeah. billion in assets, you know? So when we say small bank, I don't know exactly how you measure that because I mean, to me, it's 200 billion sounds like real money. Um, and so, but there was sort of an offset there. And I, so again, I don't, I don't understand where the extra money is coming from or whatever. And, and I know the banks all pay insurance and it's, you know, got a fund like that. But again, that doesn't necessarily cover the stuff that is be out outside that the normally insured account. So yeah, I'd be curious to see how this plays out and if there ever is kind of a reckoning of some sort. Well, here's another thing. <laughs> and here's another thing. Here's another thing. So, but isn't it odd that what a, it wasn't, it's still not that big of a story compared to, you know. Well, I was going to ask you that too, because, you know, I'm sort of connected to the Silicon Valley world. So obviously right. I'm going to hear about it pretty quickly. But like just on regular news or in regular things, I mean, did, did it cross your radar pretty readily? Mm -mm. No. No. Well, Twitter. Twitter. But but you know, it, if I did, if I'm not going into Twitter, I'm not seeing it. And then because um, it wasn't until like everything had already happened the next day, that's when the news, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, I saw CNN had something on it. And I, I don't know if NPR CNN did. for a national disaster. That's where you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Okay, so and then what? what what's your non-news? Well, I've got all kind of sort of non-news. Um, um, let's see. I have. Um, oh, I I wanted to note that the I guess the Yellowstone Park has noted the first grizzly grizzly bear has come out of hibernation. <laughs> Jellystone. <laughs> Jellystone. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Uh, my question is like. Really, do they know where every single bear is that they know? Of course know? they do. You think they really do? Yeah, there's cameras. Cameras everywhere. I don't know. Really up in the mountains? That's why I have to be careful about pushing you in the acid <laughs> pot. <laughs> so so what? what's the significance of that? I mean, how many grizzly bears are there in Yellowstone? That's another question I had, is how many grizzlies there are in Yellowstone. I would think it's quite a, quite a number, but I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. Um, so what else this means? It's coming out with them, baby grizzlies. 
Yeah. Well, and that's, I guess, part of what this is about that, like, you know, if you're going to go hiking in Yellowstone or whatever, there are bears there, I guess, is part of why they're making What? Yeah, there are <laughs> grizzlies, which grizzlies aren't quite the same as the little brown bears. They don't want you to hug them. <laughs> yeah, they don't want that. But also, like, the whole thing about, like, if it's a brown bear, you can supposedly scare them away. But I've seen that not work too great. <laughs> if it's if it's brown, stare them down. If it's, <laughs> and they're not really brown anyway. They can be black, any color. You know, so you can't tell just by color. Start to back. If it's a grizzly, well, your life is going to be miserably. <laughs> Yeah, miserably. Yeah, but exactly. It's something like that. But but yeah, so the, the thing is that, you know, that they supposedly, you know, they now have, um, they could have cubs out there and everything else. So just, you know, April and May, I guess, is the timeline they, they're usually seeing that in. So I guess we're heading we're, into that time. Look, we're two weeks away from April. I know. That's what I'm saying. Time change today, man. It's spring. I know. It's daylight savings now. Daylight what? Daylight saving time. <laughs> No, they'll have. They're gonna have a whole uh, few months of people arguing about that. Yes, the official name is daylight saving time, but nobody says it that way. It could because it doesn't flow off the tongue, right? And it doesn't. It also sort of like intuitively doesn't make sense, right? As much. Mm-hmm. Yes, we all we all grew up saying daylight savings, right? We also grew up saying Valentine's. <laughs> well, yeah, some some people did that. I didn't do that. That I know. Oh, oh excuse, I don't think I did that. Excuse us, Professor. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Other, I mean, other non-news. I guess there's a pill in uh, that's out of Japan for COVID, and also I guess mostly COVID, but I don't know. I guess they're also testing it for other stuff that supposedly lowers the time that you test positive, but it's not approved in the U.S. And the U.S. scientists are claiming they don't trust the Japanese, whatever, whoever did the study for this, for this company. <laughs> it's made out of almonds and the almond board did the study. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, but it's, it, so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it seems like if it's, it, again, I guess it needs more study, but it's kind of like, oh no, the American pharmaceutical companies don't like this one because. Well, okay. But what you said, so the, you said that they made a pill that'll make you um, test negative sooner. It, yeah, test positive. So you won't be sick, I guess. So here's the it, question. The question is, so is it really, so that mean your body is, um, through, is done with the virus or this medicine, that's all it does. It just, <laughs> it just makes the test clear. It makes the test clear, but you're still sick. Yeah. I, well, they're we claiming. that for my drug test at work, right? <laughs> I mean, they're claiming it has an effect on long COVID, but uh, people are super skeptical of that because that's pretty hard to prove. Well, you you need a long time to see how. I would think so. That's why I don't know how they they would know for sure how that would work out. But well, most drugs you need a long time to figure out how it's going to work out. But. So I don't know if there's even a plan to bring that drug here. Uh, it's called Encitrelvir. Um, you know, we already have what is it, Paxlovid, and one other one. That if we it's use COVID, here. Paxlovid. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, so I I thought it was kind of interesting that the U.S. pharmaceutical companies don't trust the science all of a sudden. <laughs> When you know the whole thing is, they're trying to get it tell us to trust the science. If it if it if it made people lose weight, they would um that community would embrace it immediately. I'm not taking it for COVID. I'm oh, it's going to make me drop ten pounds. Oh yeah, are you kidding? Give it me, would be a bunch. the price would skyrocket. <laughs> but we would but we would trust it and take. Oh it. yeah, we trust that science. Sure. 
All right. So what else was, were you outraged about this week? Well, there's all these things that I always like, I know part of the story. I don't know the whole story. So, um, the, uh, the dynamic duo in, uh, in DC are just the gift that just keeps on giving, except it's so fucking freaking sad. Who, who are we talking so about? We're talking about MTG and Bobo. Oh, oh yeah. So, did okay, did did McCarthy really make her speaker of the house for the, for a day? Yeah, or, I don't know if it was for a day, but for some amount of time. Why? I I don't know. I don't know the details. He was he was busy. I don't know. I don't know if he. Yeah, I don't know. My, I mean, obviously he did that just to sort of rile people up. I think would be my guess, so? but I don't know if there was some legitimate, semi legitimate reason. Because what she needs is a, a boost of a an ego boost. Well, I heard somebody else talk about how she basically is the actual speaker of the house, and he just has the name. <laughs> but, but okay, but so um, speaker of the house could what kind, what kind of trouble could she get into in a day? I don't know exactly all the powers she could she could take on. I mean, I, they do have control over a lot of a lot of things related to the Capitol building and. And things like that, and capital assets and stuff like that, and capital rules and things like that that they have some control over. And isn't she the one visiting the um, insurrectionists that are being held in jail? She's proposing a trip like that. I don't know if that's oh, really happening. She, oh, maybe she, she was, did it. I, I don't thought know. she was doing that. I saw something about they were talking about they were going to arrange a trip like that. I, I don't. I don't think it's happened yet. I don't even know if the, it's been officially scheduled or anything. Huh. And I would think some of those people that were arrested would not want anything to do with her at this point. It's like you're the one who got me arrested, I so I don't know. want I don't want you coming everything, and talking to me. Everything she, everything that those guys have been promised, is not really right. So I, yeah, I guess we'll see how that plays out. I mean, that's just kind of more publicity stunt stuff. That's what I'm thinking. But um, I. That totally outraged me. Going, what, what, first of all, I think. <laughs> well, it worked then. That's what he was know, trying to do. But the biggest, <laughs> the biggest thing is, is that to me, I immediately went to that the Speaker of the House. You could do whatever you want, like married, like you, you can let anybody want. You let your kid sit behind there with his feet dangling. And <laughs> here, here, son, put the get, take the gavel for a minute. I'm going to go to the uh, Capitol Bar. <laughs> yeah. And down a few. I mean, I, I guess I just didn't think that that job you could just hand over to whoever you wanted i thought uh, there again thinking that there needs to There's be like some, rules not, not or only norms. rules rules and also you have to have some experience to take a certain jobs yeah but um well she's experienced she's been there for i mean let's be let's be fair but what i'm just saying that i just didn't that's to me was more shocking than anything else and how often does this happen that the speaker of the house gets handed over I don't know. That's a good question or, too. Or how how is some people once they get their gavel, they're like, "No way, I'm not the river letting go." Yeah, I don't know how often that happens. That's a good question because I'm sure it happens. I'm sure before it's happened a bunch of times. Nobody said anything because it was just like some normal kind of congressman that got appointed, and it wasn't didn't turn into a big circus. But, right. Um, but that was my first point of like, wait, of outrage. It's like, what the heck? And then, oh boy. And then. And then something that shouldn't be outrageous to me, but kind of is, you know how, you have some people who get like in real big trouble for, you know, for being a, um, an idiot or, a um, you know, a womanizer or, 
you know, a, 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 an abuser and you think that they learn their lesson and kind of tone it down, tone it down. <laughs> or, you know, like, you know, yeah, watch what you're, you're saying. Well, now they're finding, um, there's everybody's posting pictures of Mel Gibson at all these, uh, MAGA rallies and that he, he's made statements in, in the past that he believes the whole, uh, pedophile ring, the Democrat pedophile ring. Yeah. I don't know. Is that new or has he been, it's probably old. I mean, has he, he been on that track for a while? He's been on that track for a while, but it's like, wait a minute, you were in so much trouble for, <laughs> for uh, yeah. sprouting, throwing stones kind throwing of thing. Stones. Yeah. So dude, what are you doing? Showing up at these rallies. Uh, uh, so that's just kind of like you could have could have saved yourself on that one. Yeah, well, I guess that um, I'm looking up. How often does that happen? I don't know if I'll ever find an answer. How often that. does the changing of the, someone sitting in the? Yeah, how often do they assign it to somebody? I mean, I don't, I don't ever remember thinking, hearing it's happened, but then again, maybe. Like you said, I think that it probably happens, you know, and no, and no, I really knows this because it's just like, oh, I need to go do this thing. So I'm going to appoint this kind of normal person to do it today. <laughs> kind of normal. And nobody would say anything, right? <laughs> I got a dentist appointment. I got to see my orthodontist. Well, that's, that's the other thing. It's like, yeah, like you asked him originally, what does he got to do? Where, where's he got to be? He can't do it himself. And I, I don't think he left or anything. He just stayed there, I think. <laughs> I mean, that's even. I think he just did it as a, like a publicity stunt. Oh, but but what's the publicity? Why don't you just say what you want to say? I think he does, though. I don't know. That was my my big thing of like, oh my gosh. I think it's. Um, I I don't know how. I don't know if it's that interesting because it's a it's a special audience. But I saw that. You know, Trump had way more votes, you know, I, and I don't know what that thing is called. It's like a popularity poll they do or something at CPAC. And and Trump won like massive, massively more votes than, than DeSantis did, um, you know, and it's early in this whole effort. But yeah, Trump had 62 percent of the vote and DeSantis received 20 percent. And it's I don't know how reflective that is of what a primary would look like. It's also super early to be thinking about any of that. But. I just thought that was kind of curious that 62% of CPAC is still, you know, over. And DeSantis only got 20% there. Yeah. Oh, so here's, a, so here's another thing I, I read that. Um, and then I just, I just need some clarifications that uh, on this stuff that they say they're, they're getting Trump for now, which is like, Whatever. If you guys had something, you would have gotten them. What's it? What's it? Just, just do it or don't do it. What? Are, right. It's not news to say they might arrest right. him. They've been saying they might arrest him for eight years so, or something. So why so, is it? It's not even news. Don't even talk about it. So they said that the statute of limit, limitations on this one charge is running out like within week, couple weeks. So, and it, you know, it's like Al Capone. They're basing everything on a smaller charge. But um, I thought that. The whole point that that four years he was in prison, it's everything froze. I think I don't think everything froze. I think certain kinds of federal things 
froze. But, okay. Oh, not state. Well, and also just not even everything federal. Like some things froze and some didn't. And I think there was something, I don't know, you know, some kind of classification stuff that would have to happen and other things would have to make it freeze. So I, I think a lot of it did not freeze for the four years he was in. Well, and they just keep pushing it out. So, so hey, note to self. Just keep pushing things out past the, oh, sorry. Well, that's, that's, yeah, of course they do that. I didn't realize that was a tactic. I haven't been in that kind of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. People do that all the time. I mean, the kind of the, it's kind of all these tactics from the mob world, right? <laughs> <laughs> They've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, gosh. So now we have to listen. Well, if we didn't run out of time, this is all the stuff we have. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that might be the next because it's like thing they, they use. They, oh, well, darn it, we ran out of time. Well, and also, like, look what well, we had. Well, if you had that, why, why are we here if you had all that? Right. I just feel like, you know, it's Benny Hill every time you go the whole everything on the NDC. You get off the plane, walk into town, it's all do 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 Keystone cops. Well, and these arguments about how, oh, we can't do it because it's a bad political move. It's like, that. why is that even coming into play if there's crimes committed or not committed? Make it on that. And like, what? It's a bad political move. How? Like, what could happen? Attack on the Capitol or something? Yeah. <laughs> or, mean, or are you going to find other people who were involved? Good. Find everybody that was involved. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's that's such a stupid argument to I me know. is why would you make that part of the argument? It's either... either um, pursue it or not like it's you know and i know that came about and when obama didn't pursue some of the some of the stuff with the iraq war and i know that came about with nixon of course that was kind of part of the deal that, that part ford was going to pardon him and all that but um you know those a, a those were kind of different but b you know if there's crimes involved that should that political aspect of it should not be uh a question it should not be enough to especially if there's significant crimes I mean, like, why would that be a factor at all? You shouldn't even be looking at that. Mm -hmm. You know, like well, how that might affect his political future or somebody else's political future shouldn't make any difference. No. If there's crimes committed, there's crimes committed. If not, there's not. And then there's um, another um, another senator. Senator, I should have saved this. You know, it's the same thing with Santos. If if you know, he totally lied. At, and if, I can't believe lying like that's not a break in law, but you're, you're either going to. Well, there's got to be some fraud at least, right? Yeah. There's got to be fraud to his like donors and stuff. I know, but they, so how to, you know, I guess it's up to his constituents to fair, make him step down, right? Well, no, they can't make him. I mean, I don't, I don't think they have a procedure to kick him out now that he's in. It would have to be the, it has to happen on within the house. I mean, the constituents could say they don't like him and they wouldn't vote for him again, but I don't think they have a way to kick him out. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee rep Andy Oogles. He's what also the same thing as Santos. He's they getting said in trouble that he, for making he said stuff that, up. Well, he said he was an economist. Oh, yeah. I heard something about yeah, that. I mean, and he doesn't at all. He's, no. And, and I guess they had like a, they had so many clips of him saying that. Yeah. And then it was like, yeah, that wasn't that turned out not to be true, right? Um, so, and uh, and he was a uh, international sex crime expert. Is that true? Uh, that's what it's, they say he said. I don't know. I'm, I'm reading off this off of MSNBC, so uh, there's 
just a big chance. But they're well, they're quoting the um, the Nashville News Channel. Yeah. So, I don't know. Oh, he claimed that he went. He also claimed that he went to Vanderbilt, and then he changed it that he did non-degree uh, um, classes at Vanderbilt, but doesn't have a graduate degree. So non-degree classes. So that's like he did some online classes. Oh, or during audited, a, during the debate, I don't know. He audited classes or something. That's odd. It was two years on the um, volunteer uh, sheriff's department, but now he says he's an international sex crimes expert. Okay. <laughs> and that, and that, but the uh, sheriff's office said that he had no involvement in many cases. What is that? Something's beeping in the house. I don't know what. Not happy, I think, with how the laundry is loaded or something. Yeah, there's so much news I didn't even want to talk about because I feel like it's not even news this week. It wasn't even worth bringing up. That's probably going to be the <laughs> the uh, theme for the, for the foreseeable future as this, these elections start eating up all kind of crazy news that doesn't is that isn't news. So anyway, but so I thought that, and then I'm thinking, why why am I shocked about this? Isn't this all of them? Every single one of them have lied about. It used to be a thing that you couldn't get away with very well, but yeah, now it seems like it's pretty normal. <laughs> like we don't care anymore about our norms, about norms like that too much. Although, I mean, I think the people of that New York district that Santos is in, yeah. they have turned on him big time. I mean, he has like, I don't know, just a horrible, rep I mean, a vote of no confidence going on there. But why can't they get them out? I, I just don't know if there's a procedure for that to happen. Um, I don't know if they can demand some kind of a, I don't know if there's a way for them to expel him or something. I think it has to happen within oh, but the, the, within the, the ethics Congress. committee can do that, right? Yeah, exactly. They can do it from there. Um, they can, they can at least, yeah, they can do a lot of things within the house, but if the house doesn't want to do it, I don't know if the local place, that, which is kind of ridiculous. Like they represent you, but now they don't. And they're, you're stuck with them being your representative in Washington because of national politics politics. Like that should be an outrage, right? I'd be outraged about that. If the person that won suddenly 90% or, you know, almost universally the district wants him out and you can't get him out, I mean, I'd be mad about that. Yeah, that would, uh, that would not be good. Well, so, okay, so here's one that, uh, this is probably going to be a short, short live tonight, but here's one I think you'll be interested in. Scientists have developed a shot that helps drunk mice sober up twice as fast. <laughs> <laughs> it, it uses a liver-derived hormone that helps reverse the cognitive effects of alcohol in the brain, but doesn't alter blood alcohol levels. Interesting. So you'll be drunk, but you won't feel drunk. I don't know what that Does that means. mean you could drive? <laughs> no, it sounds like if your blood alcohol levels are up, you probably should not drive, but... 
but maybe you won't feel sick at least. So I was thinking like as a hangover thing, Oh, right? is it a hangover thing? Well, that's what I was thinking. It potentially could be a hangover thing at some point, right? But I don't know. I don't know what, if that's the, the long-term goal of it. You know, obviously mice are different than people and all that. So they'd have to take the, it'll be a while before they could know what, it, what whether they could make something like this that work with humans. But I think that's, I think that's the point of it is that it could be a hangover thing. Hmm. Well, I'm never going to have a hangover again, so I guess I won't need that. Don't worry about it. No. <laughs> Just get your home IV going. <laughs> you have that now. I know. You do that now. I know. So, how could that be scammed? It could be scammed pretty easily, right? What? The uh, uh, home IV. What do you mean by scammed? Meaning that you, people could come in and roofie you easily that way? Oh, I see. Look, yeah, but I don't know. Is, is it? Yeah, how regulated is that? How does that work? Is it totally unregulated? I don't know. How, I don't know. I mean, you have to be. Now we need to know. <laughs> you have to be a lot of whatever that is. I think you have to be an RN. To yeah, you might a, have to be more than just. You have to be an RN with a phlebotomy. I don't know. This is what. Um, phlebotomy might help that. Well, I don't. I but I just I don't know. I should just. When I don't know, just say you don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming. But yeah, now I do want to know how regulated that home IV thing is. Like, <laughs> is that regulated? Is that unregulated? What's going on there? Let's see. Um, to insert an IV. And also to do it at your house. <laughs> I don't know. That might might. Might not need well, special, when we were doing home, stuff. when we were doing home antibiotic treatments for a family member, we practically were doing an IV. We weren't, um, right. like, we weren't very uh, uh, twenty-minute training. We had to watch a YouTube video or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm you sure know, that's that is, because it's family members. But still, still, I mean, um, yeah, that was pretty scary to be honest with you. It was scary when you walk away going, "What? I just." What? I did this myself. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, All right. Well, if anybody out there has an outrage of the day they want to tell us about, go ahead and shoot us a message or even jump on the call if you'd like. What was your outrage this week? Um, well, I do... Um, I do find it interesting that alone Lauren Bulbert named her son Colorado. Am I right with that? You know, you told me that. I didn't really look that up, but it's certainly possible. I just thought it was interesting. Uh, Let's see here. We can probably find that out. It says Caden. Nope. Nope. It's wrong, man. Wait, she also has a son, Tyler? Okay, what's going yes. on here? Lots of sons. So she may have a son named Colorado, for all I know. So, yeah, so where do you, why doesn't it give me this list of all of them at once, one, at one time? I don't want to go 10 different places looking for this. She just has four kids. All boys. Are they?
Okay, so she's got a Tyler who's 17. Oh, that's the one. That's probably the one. Three other kids, all sons. That's, all, I guess, from her official biography, ages, ages 10 to 7. So let's see if on her official see, biography page it says her name, the names of the other ones. Doesn't matter because, um, uh, whatever I uh, wherever I saw that was fake. You mean the one that said Colorado? Well, I don't, yeah. she might have a son named Colorado, but I doubt it because it's it's just kind of odd. It sounds kind of lame. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Here's the other thing that gets me uh, gets me all upset. Mm-hmm. You know, we we take care of some elderly in our family, and now all the doctors want everybody to have an app. She could barely turn the TV on and off, and they want her to do everything through an app. Right. And they're going to give her all her future directions in the app. Yeah, you I know? know. It's annoying. But why do they think that people who don't have this, you know, as their innate background, they can do this? Right. But so you just have to have to administer an IV. You just have to have an IV certification. Um, and, uh, um, it looks like it, or you have to, or, oh, you'd be, you have to be some sort of like, you can be a CNA and RN or a, um, what's that for the, hmm. Yeah. You have to have some sort of, uh, nursing, um, licensed to, to administer IVs. Okay. And it might Not vary by state, much. too. So now it gets, I started thinking about all the crazy, so going back to the that name, Colorado. So I'm on, now I'm going back to all the crazy things that people name their kids. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing exciting this week? Oh, it looks like the names are... Caden, Finn, Sam, and Jack. Does that sound right? See, different every time, David. I know, it is. So different every time. Because there's also one named, I thought the one that was having the kid was named something else entirely. Well, we may never know. We may never know. And by the way, he's just a kid, so. um, Just kind of let, let that, let that, uh. Stay out of that business. Yeah, so Jason, Caden, Finn, Sam, and Jack. That's more than, that's too many. No. That's not that she only had four. Isn't that more than four? <laughs> like, see, if you can't find the same uh, They're giving me five names places. and saying those are the names of her four sons. It's like, wait, that can't be right. Well, maybe that's five her, names. Maybe it's her husband, too. 
Oh, yeah, I see. Jason is maybe her husband. The way they worded that is really weird. Well, we can give out that name. Yeah, okay, so Jason is her husband. So Caden, Finn, Sam, and Jack. Okay. Those are pretty. I, I thought the other the, the actual kid they were talking about that's going to be the dad is a, got a different name. But, David, we just said let's. It's he's just a kid. We should, yeah, because Tyler. Should, there's we should Tyler. Back, we should back out of this. Well, he just turned 18, but, yeah, still. Yeah. But still, you're right. We don't even know the names of these kids. But I don't think any of them are named Colorado. To no, get back to why, the original thing. Yeah, I know, but I kept I reading it. Well, I kept reading it over and over again. I think there was a either mistype or just misinformation. Oh, somebody wants to come on. Oh, okay. Let's see. What do we got here? Guests waiting. One guest. Oh, Daryl wants to come on. Okay. See if we can make this happen. Huh. I don't know what I'm doing. Let's see if this works. There we go. Still says one guest waiting. Oh, there, oh, there we are. Hey, can you guys hear hey, me? Hey, Daryl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Hi. you guys are part of my uh, Sunday routine listening to you two uh, talk about <laughs> the news and everything. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. Um, I got to say, you know, the, the struggle you guys had to try to find the names of those uh, kids of Lauren Bobert. Um, just struck me because the thing is, is that, you know, with chat GPT and like Google's uh, AI and all these kinds of things, you know, going into the search engines and stuff. And then like people like creating websites off of these things. I mean, these AIs are like really authoritatively making shit up. Right. And, and I'm like wondering what you guys think about, like if we advance four years from now, how much BS will the internet be full of uh, be, because of these these kinds of creative uh, fake news <laughs> generating AI? And um, and do you think that these companies, these big tech companies, ought to be careful because of liability um, for for this? Well, you know, yeah, I mean, I think the couple good questions there. Yeah, I mean, the liability thing, they've skated for so long, you know, avoiding, they always cite rule 230 and all that kind of stuff and always seem to get away with saying we're just a carrier and, you know, and, and I, you kind of wonder if that's going to work in this case. And, uh, you know, that, hey, we didn't invent this stuff. We're just basically plagiarizing the internet, <laughs> um, yeah. you, know, you know, with AI. So, yeah, it is an interesting question as a, if there ever will be sort of accountability for that. But, yeah, I think in terms of that, I know that there's so much talk about, you know, kind of fact checking the AI output and things like that. And, you know, and, and it's going to be such a wild west for quite a while that, um, you know, there's because I, I, there's going to be more than than a few tools. I mean, it's possible that the larger companies, maybe the bigger ones, will be somewhat better about that. But I mean, yeah, you're talking about, we're, we were looking on Google, right? Supposedly something you can halfway yeah. trust. And there's all kinds of sites that have this <laughs> five different names for the kids and all this kind of thing, like you're saying. And, and there's no sort of authoritative place for that you can even, that you can absolutely trust, right? We're not over on some weird offsite looking for this stuff. So, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I think right now it's going to be a wide open challenge. So that's the, that's the big guys. How well can they do it? You know, say the Microsoft's and the, and the, and the Googles and companies like that. Yeah. And then there's going to be, as this gets more affordable, I mean, there's just going to be all kinds of alternative, I don't know, for lack of a better term, ones out there because the cost of, of building a model is going to start to become approachable to more medium-sized companies and stuff. And so now you're going to see a bunch of other ones too that, yeah, you do kind of wonder how that's going to play out. I mean, you know, and like, okay, so we're going to fact check 
ChatGPT with Google when we just showed that <laughs> Google has the same. Like every right. time tonight when we said, hey, we don't know, we'll have to look that up. The chatbot, like you say, just doesn't do that. It just says, here's a thing. And I know this must be true. It doesn't qualify it and say, hey, maybe this, I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, I think most people too right now, it, they they have an answer in mind, especially with the political yeah. stuff that they well, want. Yeah. That they want, so they're going to keep right. looking until like they a, find it. You know, they're motivated searching, basically. Yeah, so they're going to keep looking until they find it. Right. But as far as we like, well, as far as these search engines becoming liable for the information, until I mean, we don't want them to be liable for the information because we want all the crazy crap that's out there. We want to see all of it. Yeah, we don't. So there's really no, there's nothing. There's no incentive to make sure you know to say, hey, by well, the way that you're looking at is 100% factual. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, and there are some tools like that, but like, yeah, none of the ones that came up here. But were nobody trusts sites. those tools anymore. Well, there is the, yeah, there's trust. You go, trust. oh, well, the, right. you know, they according don't trust to Snopes. Snopes, they go roll their eyes. Oh my God, Snopes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this, okay. this does remind me a little bit about the early days of e-commerce. I don't know how old you guys are, but the early days of e-commerce when eBay and like all of these wild, wild west e-commerce sites were out before kind of Amazon legitimized what buying looked like online. Um, there was, there was a lot of distrust and because of that, it really didn't have as much of an uptake until, uh, Amazon proved that it could be done in a way that, that could be trusted. And then once that happened like that, and you had some sellers that had some real stats behind them, um, I, I think that it, um, it, it made that e-commerce uptake uh, to go a lot slower than it would have. And I think that um, Amazon, the AI, I think it, yeah, there's a whole lot of people that hyped up because of chat GPT. But when we find out, that the information is pretty unstable. Um, that's, you know, as far as being a, a truth, truthful source, I think that that's going to hold it back for, for the next few years. I don't know. People are, I mean, like you say, there's so much excitement around and people are using it for so many different things now. I mean, I, I think one of the biggest areas I've seen jump all over it is kind of marketing and SEO and, you know, they're using chat GPT combined with other AI tools to basically make their ads almost, you know, 100% automated. I mean, they're literally doing things like, hey, if I have a product like this, tell me the best persona of a buyer. Right. Then they take that persona and say, now write me an ad for this persona of a buyer that would really get them excited. Oh, hey, ramp it up some more. And then they use this content they, and, then, and then they go to one of the image ones and say, make me an image of this persona. And they put it all together. Bam. They just created an ad. Haven't they discovered too, though, that they have to be careful about artwork that's out there because the AI is, is kind of copying yeah. artwork without, without um, any regard to who the original artwork belonged to. Yeah, there's. A, I think there's already been. I mean, I know. Didn't the trademark office or something already say you can't copyright anything created with the AI? So that I think already happened, but I don't know what. No, that but means. the AI is using using other using stuff. other people's artwork that has been posted. Yeah. Am I correct on that, Daryl? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I know that GTP four is coming out this weekend. It's going to have video uh, creation abilities with it. And I was like, oh, geez, here we go. Um, <laughs> right. So yeah, but I do think you're right. I don't think that you can copyright AI created 
created but if it's um, created material. Based on someone else, um, and I think you're absolutely right about. Right, it is always inspired. I mean, deeply right. inspired by stuff that already exists. Right. Well, yeah. and then you get into this whole thing. It's, it's really just mashups. Yeah, exactly. It's mashups, basically. And, you know, and you get into this whole thing. I, I thought, you know, I was kind of doing this, you know, kind of stupid deep dive on this before about, or just deep thinking on it going, wait a minute, if AI is the only thing creating new stuff, but AI is feeding off the stuff that's been created, then basically we don't have any new stuff happening. It's just feeding itself. You know, it's a self, it's a recycle bin it's of a, the same junk going back in. And, and, you know, it just keeps getting worse over time. Well, that's. That's exactly what we're doing is, you know, it, I mean, that's sort of what has happened with us following analytics to decide what our content should be on our news channels and on our media. We're, we're basically putting the exhaust pipe into our intake, I call it, <laughs> right. you know, where we're just, we're taking a look at everything that works. So therefore, let, that's all the fresh air. That's, that's the next thing is what worked. And what ends up happening is you circle the drain for the lowest common denominator news content and whatnot. Because, yeah, you're just going with, oh, yeah, this stops the scroll. So this must be great content. And (laughs) that's why we've gone, that's why we've circled the, you know, we're we're going down the tubes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting for sure. Yeah. It is interesting. I think someday we're going to go back and we're going to say, why don't we just go back to like real originating art and originating journalism and originating writing. We'll we'll revere that instead of all of these copies of copies of copies, you know, the Xerox machine, you know, could copy anything, but if you copy a copy of a copy, eventually it looks like crap. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's going to bounce you here in like 50 seconds. If there's nobody, I don't think anybody else is waiting if you want to jump back on, but yeah, you know, and it's like, but I do feel like that's wishful thinking in the sense that the toothpaste is out of the tube now. I mean, I think particularly in this kind of SEO marketing world. uh, And and I also think in the scamming world, to be honest with you, I think scammers are going to jump on this technology or already are jumping on this technology. Oh, for sure. You know, and they're going to, that's going to be a much, that's going to be much harder to detect scams now because it's going to sound authoritative. Like you said at the beginning. Yeah, we'll want to deep fake ourselves, I think, too, we'll, so we don't have to show up at uh, that conference call and whatnot. <laughs> Once we right. learn that we I can mean, do that, I think it'll be all over. Yeah, if some of our content is out there already, then we can say something like, hey, write what I would have written on this for this conference. <laughs> Just send yeah, that exactly. in. <laughs> so theoretically, we'll even be in your voice to some degree. Well, it, we'll see if he jumps back on. With schools and stuff, though, they're, they're trying to make it so they they could tell this was written by ai well th- well and that's i'm saying that's a and i'm saying that you can tell it's written by ai is also an arms race right i mean because you're gonna have ai trying to figure out that ai wrote it and then that ai is gonna have to be upgraded with this <laughs> AI, you know, it's just gonna be an arms race back and forth it's when you have the alexas talking to each other pretty much yeah i mean exactly it is it is like the alexas talking to each other you know at some point and uh you know so that's going to be an arms race they won't i think it's going to be hard to keep up with ai you know, detecting that this was AI written just because that's going to constantly be in flux. I mean, does it look how fast this has changed in three months or four months? Like you're saying, ChatGPT4 is already coming out. There's open source stuff happening. <laughs> Microsoft, I mean, not Microsoft, the Facebook uh, model was already leaked. So it's already out there. I mean, you know, and it's just things oh, are wow. changing so fast that it, I think it's going to be very challenging. Well, it's, 
Yeah, it's yeah, native ahead. in the new Edge browser. Uh, the developer version of the Edge browser has it native already in there. And you can be in a YouTube video and just start asking questions inside this little, you know, chat bot about the video and it'll go and give you all this information. It, it, I mean, it does feel very like, uh, fa- f- you know, like a fad, like it, right. eventually people are going to be like, okay, yeah, you know, um, but I think it's going to do some, you know, cause I'm in the SEO marketing business as well. And I've built a uh, AI software as well, um, called relevant page. And, um, we, we create hundreds of AI generated pages in a matter of seconds and they're all unique and they rank and they are indexed, right. you know? Yeah. So the, uh, Google will, will take those pages and keep them. But the problem is, is the, the, the facts, I think Google is going to have a zero tolerance policy for when the facts are wrong on a website, because I think it'll just knock it right down. It'll get it has to be helpful content. Yeah, it'll get de-indexed very quickly. So anybody that does use AI, uh, make sure, one, that it's uh, helpful, and two, make sure it's factual. You know, make sure it's correct. Yeah, well, uh, and back, well... I just like listening know, to you guys. Oh, oh good. thanks. The, um, you know, and I think that there's... Yeah, there, I, I like listening to you. I'll listen to you guys. All right? Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Have a nice night. And I think, you know, with that, I think I mentioned it before, but I mean, I, you know, people talk about what jobs is this thing going to take? And I think it kind of comes down to if if what you're doing today, you can't do it better than this AI, then yeah, your job's probably at risk no matter what, what you're doing, right? If this thing can do your job better than, I mean, you know, then you you probably need to think about doing a different job in some way, you know, finding a place where you your your special talents can be applied that, that somehow the AI can't do. Well, and but at the end of the day, too, I mean, the, we've always told everybody, you know, our kids growing up that the computer only knows what you tell it. So if it's spitting that Well, that's, out, that's, it, but that's the still is, true. But the problem is we've told it a lot. lot right? <laughs> but how is, how is uh, AI going to separate fact from fiction in some of these things? Well, and that's what they're, they're, that's currently what a lot of people are researching, working on. It's another, there's another name and I can't remember what that's like, LLM plus a couple more things like um I can't remember now I'm spacing on the name, but basically they're kind of doing LLM, then also feeding in, you know, kind of fact check and real time and source material to it at the same time. So they're sort of merging the large language stuff with this real time fact stuff. And then they kind of net and produce that output and and stuff. And, And so that is underway right now. There's already been some published studies about that and some examples of that. So I'm sure that that'll start to be in it. But like I say, it's a little bit of an arms race. Um, you know, because the AI will keep changing and and well, yeah. So at the end of the day, um, you know, somebody has to tell that that this is fact, this is fiction, this is reliable sources. These are unreliable sources, right? Because we're not doing that with websites that much. I mean, there are a lot of tools you can try to use, you know, but they're often just kind of site level. They aren't really. They often aren't so sort of I know story you, level. I know you played with this AI a little bit and but I mean so when when we're dealing with something that's strictly opinion you know whose opinion is these is the AI bot going to uh, spit out? Yeah, it's going to spit out basically it's it's a it's a BS generator in simple terms, <laughs> right? So it's going to spit out what based on how it, the parameters it was given and the tuning it was given. It's going to spit out the thing that seems to sound the most sort of whatever the tuning parameter said to say. So generally that's something like it's going to sound most sort of 
normal speech kind of thing. It's going to sound like a person and that you could tune it different ways, but most of them now are kind of trying to pretend to be a person for the most part. So it's going to try to spit out the version that seems like it, it sounds normal. I don't know for lack of a better way to say it. So it's, so it's going to take opinions that have already existed yeah. pretty much from this whole library of opinions. And it's going to spit out one that seems to sound sane. I'm just laughing at you because remember when, um, when our kid told us, um, for a job that he basically wanted to be a BS generator. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> so, much. So when you said it's a BS generator, I'm thinking, oh my God, sitting here at the table with him telling us, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna drop all kinds of knowledge on people. I'm just gonna tell them all kinds of things. He's like, like a hotline. Like just a hotline. ask your question, yeah. and I'll just spew back some nonsense. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it is, That's right the, there. Right. That's exactly what so it is. Wow, he really saw the future, that there was a job there was for a BS generator. Yeah, there is, except now it's a computer doing it. But, well, you know, and to what Daryl was saying about the whole artist thing, you know, I mean, there was, there's a lot of artists talking about this. And, you know, I mean, you know, I saw one article about that where, um, you know, he was basically saying, look, I'm getting accused now. Everything I write, I'm getting accused that it, I did it with AI. So it's like, where am I supposed to go with that? Like, yeah. why am I even in this business? If every time I write something, I'm just going to be accused of using AI for it. Well, and that's where... Yeah. Going back to basics. You know, and, and I think there is a transparency aspect of that. Right. I mean, and but, you know, and that's what concerns me. Like, how are we going to sort of regulate this? Like, we're going to sort of hope that these larger companies, you know, are, are sort of regulated, if you will, in an informal way, just by the customers and what they ask for and demand. Right. So you've got these larger companies that have, you know, they have a reputation and other things they have to worry about. So they have to s subscribe to some reasonable uh, or something that fits their I don't know, the, the model that the customers will accept. But you have a lot of rogue companies that aren't under that, so they could do whatever they want, right? And like I was saying before, as this cost comes down, um, that this becomes more affordable, uh, you know, they, they don't have to follow any rules. You could do an AI that does, it is nothing but. It knows every single, you know, uh, zero attack, you know, that out there, and it's just going to, that's all it's going to be fed by, right? So it's just going to know all the ways you can crack into systems. So you can say, well, how do I crack into a blah, blah, blah with a blah, blah, blah patch? Boom, right? It gives you the code of how to crack into that machine. It's, it's just going to break itself. Let's just say that at some point, it's just going to be that snake that eats its tail. It's just going to. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, and, and, and also speaking to the fad point. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it does feel kind of fatty. It does feel kind of like a, my, what is Mad Libs? Kind of like we're all playing Mad Libs a little bit with it right now. And we're going to get bored of that at some point. But I definitely think there's a part that's going to go beyond that. There's a part that's getting entrenched and um, it's going to continue to expand. I mean, if you tell the management side of a company, the ones that sort of, you know, if they say, look, you can fire three employees if you buy this AI, you think they're not going to do that? There are not going to be any ethical questions about that. If the AI, <laughs> no, if the, no, if the AI costs more than the three employees. It's well, like, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. If you can fire these three employees and only pay, you know, a tenth of whatever you're paying or whatever the ratios work out to, you're going to save a certain amount of money and get rid of the headaches of all the of people. Like I don't have to be health insurance. I don't have to hear them griping all the time. You think a management a manager isn't going to go, yes, give me the AI because I just tell it what to do and it does it. I don't hear any, I don't hear any pushback. <laughs> I don't have to buy a pizza on Friday. <laughs> Oh, if so, I mean, that like that's going to happen. I'm sorry. It just is. Jobs are going to go away because uh, somebody at management is going to say this AI works good enough. Is it actually better? Is it actually good There's enough? There's always going to be stuff that they need people to do. So Absolutely. But know, I'm just saying managers are also going to see this and go, well, I'm just going to buy the AI then. It's going to go back to more manual labor. But what makes, mm, maybe. what makes you matter and matter than anything than a 
wet hen or whatever your mom used to <laughs> whatever, say. Whatever they say. Yeah. What makes you madder than getting stuck in that fucking robot, robocall, trying just to Get talk out to somebody. Go forward, yeah. Try to just go forward. And it's harder and harder and harder to, to actually connect to any customer service. So, because they've already, so I say that they've tried to do this AI with the customer service and these phone trees and stuff, which is, I know it's, I know this, that's very rudimental, basic and stuff, but it's, it's infuriating right. not to be able to, because customer service, 90% of customer service is listening to what I'm saying to you. And the answer, I just want like a one, two answer, but what I really want you to do is listen to what my whole problem is. Before, before yeah. you get the script and read it back to me. But their job is, of course, to get you get, off of there as get fast me as possible. Off the phone. Yeah. But I'm saying that 90% of customer service is listening to what I'm saying. Right. But I, I don't know if we've talked about this before on, on the, on these, these shows, but, um, you know, um, there is a, a lady wrote an article about it that she was working with like a real estate thing. It was like real estate AI. And, um, so this is talking sort of about the computer versus human side. So there's there's a system, I guess, that when you go looking for a house, it, you, it, you start talking to this AI, and it pretends not to be an AI. Its name is Candy or something. I don't remember what, but it tells you it's somebody. Are we talking about your fantasies of Candy the Realtor? <laughs> candy the Realtor, basically. I think it is trying to feed into people's fantasies. I am and then going it to says, sell this house today. <laughs> I'm going to sell this house today. And, and, and so it's this AI bot that you're talking to, but it tries really hard to pretend it's a real person. Yeah. And... And, uh, you know, it's handling all these calls and it has all these modes. But then there's humans that are watching like 50 of these chats. Like, that's your job. It's kind of like that high pressure. I'm looking at all these chats. And if any of them go sideways, I'm supposed to jump in and, and start pretend, being, and, and pretend that I've been candy the whole damn time. Pretend I've been candy the whole damn time. Exactly. Take on candy's personality and answer in a way candy might do it. But, you know, without the, like, I'm off the rails now. Like, candy's off the rails. And she'll, like, start beeping, like, I've, I've been asked a question. Like, like, there's nobody there. Like, they're not a real human. So they can't go, hey, you know, did, did which stoplight can I meet you at? Or, you know, how many, can you see the hill from the outside back window? Or, you know, yeah. it's like they don't know that because they're not in that town. They have no idea, right? They're, gonna, they're pretending like they're local. Well, they would know location. They know, but, right, but if there's some specific local local question they don't know the answer to it like oh yeah can i get there from the freeway blah blah they you know there's certain kinds of questions they're not okay gonna know they the would know to. that one though but, but i'm, we'll I'm just saying yeah. i'm coming up i'm saying that there's a lot of stuff where it's like too local they have no idea right and especially if they start saying hey i can be there tomorrow at two or whatever I, well, actually that's what it was designed to get you there and meet somebody but anyway so they had to jump these humans have to jump in and it was like just mind numbing because you're just watching, you're just monitoring all these chats and you have to monitor a bunch of them. And then if you do have to respond, you have to respond within a certain time. Without information from the other chat you are monitoring. Exactly. You got to sort of context switch and pretend to take on this persona. And it was just like, it was just like super stressful. And also, you know, this idea we talk about like the humans feeding the machines, but now it's like, the machines are telling the humans what to do, right? Your job is just pretend to be you're the robot. Not the ro <laughs> robot isn't pretending to be people anymore. You're pretending to be the robot, you know, and it's it's just kind of insane. And I guess that's a widely, that that's widespread. Like that's how a lot of realty works. Like you start talking to this chat bot and then, and all they're trying to do is get you to set up an appointment to go see the place. And that's their whole role is to try to say good. Their answer half the time is great. Can you, when can you come check it out? Great. When can you come check it out? Great. When can you come check it out? <laughs> you know, stuff that's like that, right? Record. 
kind of like when you talk to the car dealership when are you coming down to look at the car <laughs> when are you gonna tell me how much the car is <laughs> yeah well when are you coming down to look at it right. well, tell me how much it is yeah exactly so anyway i thought that was you know kind of crazy that that's already happening that these robots are that you're having to pretend to be the robot and the robot is kind of the one that kind of controls things plus just the stressful idea of having to manage you know 50 of these chat sessions at once and you know getting through them as fast as possible and, and they're all over the country right you're in new york or wherever and you're trying to talk to you know, you're talk, talking to somebody that's looking at an apartment in denver or or seattle or you know arizona yeah. somewhere and you know you don't really know that thing either so you're like anything that's related geographically you kind of have to use some language to spin it away from that you know so that they don't know that you're not in that town <laughs> oh the tangled web we weave right <laughs> Well, I mean, it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here. It'll be interesting to see. I think that's a conversation maybe um, ask the kids how they see that playing out. Kids are young enough. They're old and young enough and old enough that they're aware of it. But Well, I'll say one thing that's been a little scary to me is how many people I've seen say things like, oh, this is just amazing. This is giving me the best information on it. Like, this is going to ruin it. Like, like, Google is gone. Everything's gone. This is so smart. I don't, we don't need anything else. It's like, no, dude, it's a BS generator. <laughs> you know, and half of the stuff you're looking at is BS. And it's you know, not necessarily fact checking all that. So it's kind of, that's been a little scary how much people just go, well, I, it just knows all the answers to every problem ever known. It's like, A, they first told you that there's no data after like 2021 or whatever, right? So it doesn't know anything that's happened in the last year and a half. You know, it's things like that. It's like, yeah, just how much people are just going, just accepting it. Like, oh yeah, this is this is it. This knows everything, and I'm good now. Yeah. And that's kind of scared me a little bit. But I do, you know, uh, I I have been very much encouraged. There's been three young moms I've spoken to within this last two weeks who've all talked about um, how taking their kids to the library is part of their weekly routine with their kids. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I was like going, wow, that's very... I still loved doing that when I was a kid. Yeah, but we didn't have iPads when we were kids. No, exactly. But... So I was very encouraged that, you know, um, and, and these are people I consider kind of not in the same, necessarily the same political or, um, you know, views. So, so I was really kind of encouraged to see that the library is kind of a tool still. Okay. Yeah. So that was that was good news. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. That's when your that's your good news story for the week. Well, yeah. Well, you we use the library. Oh yeah. Yeah. I started using it more and more. Yeah. Yeah, they have a thing at the library. Most libraries have this. They have the, these research. Um, I want to say research assistant, but that's not right. But they have a they have people that will help you do research. So if you have a project you're working on, you can actually talk to these people and try. And they'll they'll like help you. Are they called librarians? No, they are. But they're like, oh, research librarian. That's what they're called. <laughs> Right. There's one specifically involved with doing research. There's this person in the library. I don't know what they're called. They'll do research for you. Oh, yeah. Research librarian. Exactly. They're called a research librarian. So most library systems have some of those. And they don't may not may or may not be at your branch, but they're probably but you in your library access system. To them. You have access to them. And, and they love this stuff. Like you get them on assignment. They love it because they, you know, they're like sleuths. They want to go out and figure this out. So it's great. You can really leverage that. That's a, little, so, that's a tidbit of the week. Plus, our our library here, and I think it's fairly common, um, we get um, a free um, subscription to the New York Times. Not a free subscription. We can go into their site and read their subscription. No, no. You get it. You it. It basically makes your account free. 
you, they give you like this little code. What? So I signed into the New York Times just like normal. And then oh, I, I apply this little code to it. And that gives me my annual, that pays my annual fee. And then I can renew that every year as long as I still have my library card. So that's pretty cool. So I don't do anything special. I use the normal New York Times app. I use the normal website. And uh, it, you know, it just makes my account paid. And the same thing with the Wall Street Journal, and I think two others, but I can't remember which one. The, ex the Examiner and the Inquirer. <laughs> no, and it didn't do the Washington Post, and our our library doesn't at hey, least. So I was the, disappointed with that. Is the Inquirer still a still a, a magazine? That's a, a reasonable question. I don't because I see those things at the grocery store. I don't know the but difference are they between Inquirer? right. That's what I mean. I don't know the difference between all of the other star. I don't know what they're all even called. So yeah, there may or may not be a national inquiry. Because I don't know. Mel Gibson really isn't going to these mega parties. It's an alien Mel Gibson. Oh, there is and a lot I of would, that. I would know that if I would read the. If you pay attention, yeah. There's a lot of that. <laughs> I even saw the, a thread recently because of the Tucker, Tucker Carlson thing. The Taco Carlson. Taco Carlson thing that they're now saying he's a clone or whatever. They're like, oh, the, he looks different than he used to look. They he might be a clone. Like okay. <laughs> well, didn't they? Say, I mean, you hear that all the time. That what they said. Uh, it's not really Joe Biden. It's right. an actor. It's right. not really. Um, it right. always cracks me up. People goes, "Oh, it's really James Woods." And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Well, it's, you it's guys like watched way too much um, South Park. South or, Park. Oh, uh, Family Guy and King of the Hill. Yeah, yeah. Remember King? Uh, Bobby oh, right. Went, well, that was the name Bobby, of the store, right? Bobby, uh, the no, school. Bobby went to James Wood High School or elementary school, <laughs> elementary or whatever. School, yeah. Whatever. yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it's like, like the dead people are still alive. Like JFK is alive. Elvis is alive. All these people are alive. The, the live people are dead and now they've been replaced by clones. It's like, did, it doesn't make any sense. Just, and, uh, Elvis met with uh, Nixon once, but now he's a, he's a top spy and he's running the country with JFK Jr. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> he, he's like, it would be in his 90s. Or more. Oh, our president now is in his 90s. Almost, what difference does yeah, that make? It's pretty close. It's pretty close. And, and uh, what? Feinstein's in her 90s. And oh, I know. Well, oh, I think Pelosi oh, might McConnell, be almost. Poor McConnell. He fell. He did fall, yeah. He has a concussion. I know. So, yeah, I don't want to make fun of that. No, I'm not making fun of that at all. I'm just, I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah, like a thing, yeah. No, I'm not making fun of it. Uh, definitely, because. Yeah, it's a real but, thing. Yeah, no, the concussion, that's that's scary. Yeah. I don't remember how old he is. He's he's up there. 103. <laughs> he looks it. I don't think he's that old. I think he's still in his 70s, but he might be. 80. No, he's not. I think he's 80 something. I don't know. You look that up. Okay. I don't know how old he is. Let's see if we can actually. You get... can probably trust that. The number you get back from a reasonable site on that is probably accurate. <laughs> you can at least find out when he was born. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, he is the minority leader. I think we could probably get that. 81. Fact. 81. Yeah, he's up there. At a private dinner, he tripped. Oh, yeah. I coach. Um, I coach boxing, and I have a seniors class, and I have a couple students that are in their eighties, and I do worry about. That's the thing I scare. I'm scared about the most. Luckily, they seem pretty spry, and they move around well. But I'm, that's the thing I worry about the most: somebody falling. Yeah, was there a defibrillator there? <laughs> I don't know. I gotta find that out. <laughs> Get some super glue. And we had a something. defibrillator at the other gym. There was one yeah, we back did. there. We don't know. You should, you know what? I, you, better, I better check that. Now I'm thinking about this because you teach in a community center. Do you have a, any kind of um, first aid kit? Uh, I'm sure there's one somewhere in that building. I should probably know where it is. You should probably know where it is and you should probably take one. I'm going to ask for help. That's all I'm going to bring the person over here. How, how close are you to uh, other living people when you're there? There's like a front desk. It's not far away. Okay. Is there a phone in that room? 
No, but I, they have at the front desk. They have it. <laughs> it's just right outside the door. I, I mean, you're not dealing with children, so um, no. you don't have to worry about running out and leaving them alone for a moment. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. so I, I can finish with my my last silly story. Oh, we're done. Oh, I don't know. Did you want to not be done? We can keep going. What time <laughs> I don't is it? Know. <laughs> no, whatever. So my last silly story is the TSA is warning you not to put your pet through the X-ray machine. <laughs> <laughs> So apparently that's a thing. So, note to self, note to self, your chihuahua is a perfect mule. If you don't have to put him through the x-ray machine. Yeah. So they said that they put, actually put out a notice about this because somebody put their, ran their cat, their pet cat, you know, in their little carrying oh, case. Oh, put the cat carrier. So they didn't know that it was a, they thought it was just a suitcase. Well, are they just didn't understand that the cat shouldn't be x-rayed. No, but what I'm saying is TSA, oh, TSA didn't realize. Didn't see. They said they didn't know there was a cat in it until it, they started to scan it. Yes, because those cat, those pet carriers do look just like suitcases. And then you see the um, little screen door on the side. It's kind of like this, you see these people with strollers and then you get closer and there's a bird in it. <laughs> it's a literally a cage that looks like a stroller. They take and, their birds out for a walk. And they tweeted that it was a cat astrophic oh stop mistake stop. <laughs> look look no no one lo- loves a pun better than i do but that uh, oh do not tsa t- puns are not your it's job pro- probably not the best time for a pun no they said the animal is okay so that story has a semi-happy ending except for now <laughs> it's gonna get radiation cancer or something yeah, well, hopefully it wasn't going to live that long anyway. <laughs> what? Oh, my god! Well, I gosh. mean, in general, animals don't live that long, right? You, you, <laughs> you are awful. Peter's going to call you. I'm just saying. And I'm going to say. That animals don't I'm live as long say, as humans. So I don't do have to worry not about share his views. <laughs> no, no, hopefully the cat's fine. Say, the, well, they say it's fine, but it's, it's just a lot of. Yeah, it's okay. not good for you. So go back. That's not good for you. It's not a regular X-ray machine. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's not made because, for humans, right? I'm sure that turned up a lot higher. Yeah, I mean, I'm, but also because like different. Um, it's an X-ray machine. If you ever like kind of look at the screen, which I can't tell what they're looking at. You know, the um, things kind of show up as, as different colors. You know, the orange or the green or the blue or the purple, and that's how they know to pull you over. I guess. So, so anything alive. Although sometimes dirty laundry could be alive if we bring it through. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I think it's a completely different kind of radiation. Well, they talk about that a little bit, but it can't be too bad because they're all standing around it all day, every day. You know? Yeah. I was also thinking about that, right? I mean, how well is that thing shielded and how's all that work? But I, I think it's a different form of radiation as you're like, you're saying, because so, we couldn't sure. stand there in line and just wait if it was like high, super high radiation. So it's got to be a low level of radiation. Yeah. It's still, I think they're kind of saying it's not good for you. They're asking you not to do that. Because <laughs> uh, it was a cat task. Stop it. <laughs> You're better than that. Your puns are much better than that. That's true. For sure. Well, All right. I think it's been a um, it's just been a wet week, and we're heading into another wet week. 
Yeah, we're out in California. We got another atmospheric river coming through this week. Yeah. So, so we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Not supposed to be as bad as the one that came on New Year's, but it's that already pretty Year's saturated day. and pretty flooded. So. Well, we got our candles out, so we need them. Yeah. Yeah. If the power goes out again. I know. Well, I just hope the internet doesn't go out. Well, so hopefully um, it was somewhat interesting. Like I said, I was so sort of burnt out on the news that was out there this week that I just didn't even feel like talking about most of it. Because most of it's just dumb. It's not. It's all. It's all. It's all the weather and stuff that they say they have that we, we're not going to do anything about. <laughs> well, yeah. There's. I know. Well, like just today too. Just early lunch day, we were just kind of going through the stuff and um, just kind of looking at uh, Twitter as we do, and just the. It's just awful, awful, awful news. Just and like say. Oh right, because you still have the thing with the poisoning and of the girls in Iran. You have all this stuff going on, and you know we already brought some of that. Well, up Well, I mean, in the in Ohio's not even in the news. So did that get all that? So that's all cleaned up, and everyone's back to normal. Oh, you're talking about the train wreck, yeah. Yeah. So is, is that's all cleaned up. Oh sure, I mean, it's normal. all it's all good. We're all drinking water and showering, and everyone, We're all great. everyone's yeah. good. Yeah, it's all good. So that's not even in the news, <laughs> right? And, um, there was one other thing I'm like crap and that's not in the news anymore but now you know you know how it is yeah well you, you we'll take, see if we raise any of those issues in the next uh in the, in the next one next week i'm sure some of that stuff's going to still be in the news <laughs> no it's not in the news that's, that's the problem that's a problem yeah we'll have to actually go actively see what the state of that so is there's still still um this week i saw a ton of body uh caught body cam videos of them when they're evicting people stealing stuff and i'm like oh god in ohio no all somewhere over the place. else just everywhere just, yeah and it's just that body cam um videos getting leaked and it's like you know <sighs> okay cops be better just be better you know and um also you guys you release this information because you have freedom of information but what are you doing with it it could it could also be many 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 years old and it's already been through the through the whole court right. cases and stuff. Yeah. AI should say, look, this is this original video is from 1973. You can tell <laughs> by the bell bottoms. <laughs> the, the AI I want related to video is like, tell me, like the tell me what's really happening in the video and not the clickbait. Like it's because it's always like this will be the craziest thing you saw this week, and then you look at like a couple guys standing around like this is a stupid video, right? I want the I want the AI to replace the headline with a couple guys standing around <laughs> accidentally <laughs> for wearing, five minutes for no accidentally reason, accidentally wearing matching shorts or something stupid. Yeah, it's like what? just replace the clickbait headline with what really happens because basically nothing happens it. in this video. Please date it. Oh, I know. I hate that. Yeah, these, nothing's dated. No, can't find the date to anything anywhere. Yeah. It's it's insane. Well, now we're doing a, what you know what really grinds my gears. <laughs> you know what really gets my goat. Oh, I just get stuck in my craw. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up for tonight. I, it was fun. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Maybe it was somewhat informational. I'm not sure. Yeah. We're all here. Cheers, baby. Cheers. Love you. Love you. Good night. Good night.